0: All through placing faith in Him, taking in God's Word, and beginning to believe right for all areas of our lives. Now, here's this week's broadcast. We'll, we'll go
1: look at the scripture just because you'll remember Hebrews 2.9. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor that he by the grace of God should taste death for every man for it became him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons unto glory to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering through suffering he suffered to do this for both he that sanctified and those who are sanctified are one isn't that amazing he did the work and we get to act like we're in it he did all the work and let us in on his finished work. See, that's why your healing is really uh, something he gave you it's not something you can attain. You can't attain a healing. You just receive it. You know, I've battled low self-esteem almost all my life, you know, and I always felt like I didn't deserve so many things. So this was a real challenge for me to even think that he's going to give it to me just because he loves me. But that's the only reason. And it's part of the covenant. It's part of the new, new Testament, the will. The New Testament is the will of God for the new covenant. And your healing is in there, not because you did anything, but because of his sacrifice and his blood. End of story. Now, can you cut yourself off from that? Yes, you can cut yourself off from it. You know, when you think of Israel, when they come out of Egypt, the Bible says that not one of them, was sick, Not one was sick, no feeble, right? You remember reading that? When they come out of Egypt. In other words, when he brought them out of Egypt, none of them were sick. When did they start getting sick? When they start sinning. When they start sinning. They start, God, Moses had to put a snake on a pole. They, they start cursing themselves by going over in the sin. But he brought them out of bondage, healed. If you notice, a lot of people sometimes get saved and healed at the same time, because God saves them completely. And if they end up getting back into sin, then those curses begin to return. And and you know this. I think we can be so offended. I've told you, I've been so offended that God had to give me a dream to get out. I'm thank God for dreams. You know, it was scary. You ever have a scary God dream? Anybody ever have those? I've had them. They're scary. I have this dream, because I'm mad at somebody in my dream, and I, God knows, I was mad at him for a couple months. You know, you, know, you can be a nice, good-looking Christian and still have a hatred in your heart, right? You figured that out. You can look real cool, but you still ain't right. And I was mad. And, and, and if you was gonna go in like a court of law, I'd probably, they'd said, yeah, you've been wronged. But that's not what Jesus said to do anyway. He said your brother sins against you seven times, forgive him 70 times seven. In my dream, I guess those of you might have heard this on a Sunday morning. In my dream, I cut off my own hand. Remember what the word says? It's better for you to lose a limb or gouge out your eye or cut off your hand than it is to enter hell in unforgiveness. When I cut off my hand in my dream, I forgave him and my hand grew back. He told me, Forgive him, son. It don't matter. It don't matter. Isn't that amazing? Now you might think that's a scary dream and I was scared because that's that fearful side of God you don't want to get on. Do you, you know what I'm talking about? Because it's not that he has to do anything. All those laws are set in motion. God doesn't send you to hell. You just kind of go there by breaking the laws. You don't, he don't have to do anything. The system is already in. Do you know what I mean by that? The, the laws are written. They're on the books and he's not like the regular government. God's laws are enforced except for where he puts mercy in. Because his words will never pass away, right? Heaven and earth will pass away. My words will never pass away. So he was trying to keep me from losing my life because of unforgiveness. So he gave me a dream where I cut off my hand. Because it's better to cut your hand. It's better to lose your hand than it is to stay in. I mean, I can stay and believe I'm right and still lose everything. See, that's where people get stuck. They get stuck, they get stuck, and they can't get out. This is gonna, I can tell you, I'm not gonna tell you I can do what I'm about to tell you because you never know till you're there. But I've seen those people, forgive them people in jail that took their kid's life and stuff. And I think to myself, how did they do that? I'm being honest with you. But I don't want to say I could never do it because you never know till you get there. So I won't say, I'm not going to forecast what I'm going to do because you never know till it's you anyway. You never know till it's you. But God never said, don't forgive. He said, forgive, regardless. If somebody wants you to go one mile, you go two. He didn't say, only forgive them under these conditions. He said, forgive them. He modeled it by saying, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. This is so strong. It doesn't matter what happened to you. There's only one way out. You gotta forgive. And when you get hung up on a violation and you expect somebody else to apologize, I'm sad to tell you They may never apologize to you. And they will have to stand before God and be held accountable for the violation they did you. But the only way for you to get out is to forgive them. You can't get out unless you forgive them. It doesn't matter if they get out. That's their responsibility to get out or not get out. But the rules are the same for all of us. That sounds so strong. And you might say, Preacher, that's real easy. I don't think it's easy. I'm going to tell you, I don't think it's easy. I'm not telling you it's easy. But, and this is for, uh, this is going to sound, I'm just going to come out and say some things that are, they're really hard to say, but I'm saying. Women have been violated by their dads. Boys have been violated by their dads. People have been betrayed, lied about, stole from, abandoned, completely abandoned. Men have slept with other, other women and they want their wives to be okay with and stay married. I'm not telling you any of that's right. I'm telling you if you want to have a life, you got to forgive. Now, I want to take that one step further. That don't mean they don't go to jail. I am not preaching no justice. That's not what I'm telling you. I'm not telling you that. Some people need to go to jail. End of story. I don't mean that bad. It's just a fact. There's there got to be consequences, but you can still get free as a person. Your whole future depends on that. Your future depends, I think, on your ability to forgive. Not on your skill. Not on how much word you know. And I think word's important. You know that. I think the word is extremely important. I like to think that's all I preach to you is the word, okay? But until you can forgive, you're stuck. People live and die and never get out, and they can't get ahead financially. They can't get ahead. They can't, they don't understand. It won't work. Somewhere in your soul and in your person, you've got to say, I forgive you, or you'll never get out. Now, you'll exist, and that's okay, I guess, if that's the kind of life you want. I mean, I'm not, I've probably violated people, but I don't know. I know about the ones that violated me. You understand that? You know, you don't know how you do other people sometimes. But you're certainly aware of what they've done to you. Here's one, and I'm, I want you to think about this for a minute. This is tough. This is the tough stuff. I've watched them Vietnam vets come home and be betrayed. Now I'm telling you the truth. Betrayed like you ain't never seen. Called baby killer, called horrible names. All they did was what they was asked to do and when they signed up or got drafted, guy gets drafted, got no choice, got to go to the army, got to obey. He comes home and he's betrayed by his own people. What's with that? You realize what them guys had to do with their head to even want to come here and engage in the country again? I mean, you realize the mental things they had to go through because they did what they were supposed to do, got betrayed, and now the people don't like them for no reason because they didn't do They just did what they were supposed to do. The psychic, on the, what it did to their heads, my opinion, caused a whole lot more complications in the Vietnam vets than the guys that were not Vietnam vets from World War II. They didn't have to deal with all that. They came home a little healthier and they was able to rebuild the country. When these guys got betrayed, they got messed up. Now this sounds so bad, but do you know I believe the best ones of those are the ones that were able to forgive and get by it and just go on with their life? But the ones that got stuck, now this is strong, but the ones that got stuck, how many of you know some of them got stuck and never got out? They're still talking about it, they're still bitter. And I'm not saying they weren't wrong. They was as wronged as you can get. And you know what else? You can't give somebody enough money or benefits to make that go away. They've got to forgive on their own, too, to get free. Now, that's a big one. That's how high the stakes are. Now, you realize I named some really bad stuff, molestation, betrayal. Did you, do you ever wonder how people cope with all these things in life? Do you ever look at life? The best thing you can do is pull yourself out of your situation and put yourself in somebody else's situation and let them look at it. It's so painful to see what people go through to survive in this world. I'm being honest with you. I think people go through hell to survive sometimes because of the betrayals and abandonments. And we always tell them, well, you should... Just forgive. And I believe that's the end of the story, but I do know something got to go on in between so they can. They have to, you, you have to help facilitate their release of those circumstances. Women become man haters if they had a bad man. Women will, men will say, all the women are no good because they had a bad one. I mean, you realize it leaves an indelible mark on you, whoever you are. But your ability to forgive is what gets you out of those places onto the next place. I know it's touchy and I know it's hard, but I don't know any other way out. If I knew another way out, I would tell you. I would tell you. You got to be brave enough to look at it for what it is and still try to get out.
0: along with finding out more about Apostle Joe Perosic, Pastor Rena Perosic, and MFC Ministries. That website address again is www.believeright.tv. If you wish to contact us for prayer or ministry information, you can call us in the U.S. at 001-304-292-7283 or write us at MFC Ministries, 300 Highland Avenue, Morgantown, West Virginia, 26505 USA. Join Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich again next week at this time here on this station for another time in God's Word which, when applied to our lives, will enable us to believe right for every area of our lives. Have a blessed week in Jesus.